Ladies and gentlemen, good morning. It is great to spend some time with you today. My name is Dallin and this is the Hawes Federal Advisors podcast and YouTube channel. Welcome. This is where we talk about your benefits, retirement, investments, taxes, all the things you need to get the most out of your federal FERS retirement. Today, we are actually not going deep, right? In lots of my videos, I say, okay, we're going deep today. Today, we're actually taking a step back. We're gonna take a 10,000 foot view of your retirement, of your benefits, because sometimes that can be extremely helpful to give you perspective on all the main areas that when it comes to your retirement, what you need to know moving into, as we wrap up 2021, as we move into 2022, the things that you need to know moving forward. Now, if you're retiring in 2021, congrats, congrats on a great career and good luck on the next phase of your life. If you're not, if you're retiring in 22 or later, definitely hang on and we're going to dig into your stuff today. And whenever we talk about the basics of your retirement as a first federal employee, the first question is the when question of when can you retire and get your full benefits? What types of retirement are there and when can you retire, right? And there's two different systems, really. There, there's, there's nuances, but there's really two different systems. There's the system for traditional FERS employees, right? Those, and that is basically, you have to have 30 years of service and have hit your MRA, your minimum retirement age, right? If you don't know what that is, just Google MRA chart. It'll come right up, it's based on your birthday, right? So you have to hit that or you have to reach age 60 and have 20 years of service or the last one is age 62 and five years of service. So if you hit either one, of you know of these three, if you hit one of them, then you can retire with your full pension, keep your health insurance, and re- and all that stuff, right? Which is a great thing. Now, if you are a special provisions first, this is law enforcement, air traffic controller, firefighter. Use you, you folks, and you know who you are. If you fall under these special provisions, you know who you are. And basically, you have to wait till age fifty and twenty-five years of service, or not twenty, not twenty-five, twenty. Sorry. <laughs> 20 years of service at age 50, or if you have 25 years of service, you can retire at any age under the special provisions. Um, But there's generally um, ages where once you hit that age, you have to retire, you're forced to retire. So there's definitely some pros and cons for every type, right? So that's the first thing is, okay, for you, figure out exactly when you can retire. What's the earliest day that you are eligible to retire, right? And there is one nuance, and there's actually a couple nuances, but I'm just gonna touch on this one. The MRA plus 10 retirement. So if you don't hit the criteria for any of the other retirements that I just mentioned, but you have met your minimum retirement age and you have at least 10 years of service, then you can retire right away and get your pension, keep your health insurance and things like that, right? Now, there are different rules for keeping your health insurance, but in general, one of the criteria is hitting what they call an immediate retirement, ba- basically being eligible for a pension right away. But one nuance with this MRA plus 10 retirement is that you get a reduction to your pension for every year under age 62, that you retire under 62. So if you retire at 58, well, that's a 20% reduction because that's 5% for every year. And I have tons of videos digging really deep into the MRA plus 10 retirement. If you want to find it, it's called the MRA plus 10 retirement ultimate guide. It's on my website. There's tons of information there. But today I'm not going to dig deep. Like I said, the goal of today is to really give you a broad overview of, okay, what does retirement look like? So once you have figured out when you can retire, 
okay? That is the first question you have to answer. When's the first time you're eligible to retire? The second question is, okay, what money, what income are you gonna have in retirement? And is that enough for you? Now, as a first, as a first federal employee, there are three things that you get in retirement, right? There is, first, your pension, okay? Which the biggest reason to know exactly when you're eligible to retire is to know when you can get your pension and your other benefits right away, right? So your pension is number one. Your TSP or your thrift savings plan is number two. And then of course, social security. Those are the three different pieces that you have in your retirement, right? And of course, social security does not kick in until you're at least 62 up till age 70, depending on when you take it. And I'm not gonna dig into when you should, that's a big conversation. And I've got a number of videos on that specific topic that you definitely wanna check out. But the biggest thing is, okay, for you, you have to start estimating what all what these numbers look like for you. It's like, okay, when am I gonna retire? When am I eligible to retire? What is my pension gonna be at that time? What is my TSP probably gonna be at that time? And when am I gonna take Social Security? And once you start nailing down these numbers, that is when you are able to figure out for you, okay, is retirement doable right when I'm eligible? Or should I work longer? Or maybe you can retire sooner than you thought. The first step is you have to start running these numbers, right? You have to know, okay, what are these things gonna be? now? One of the most crucial pieces of this is when people start running these numbers, for example, for your pension. There is a long guide I have on my website that goes over exactly how to calculate your pension. But one very common mistake is people calculate their pension like, oh wow, I'm gonna get you know $3,000 a month, let's say, depending on what your income is and all these things. Let's say your gross pension is $3,000 a month. Well, what people often forget is that that is not how much they're actually gonna receive every month, right? What comes out? Well, your health insurance premiums come out, taxes come out, maybe survivor benefits, things come out. And so on a $3,000 pension, it's not uncommon that half of that actually goes to pay for stuff, whether it's taxes or survivor benefit, whatever it is. So instead of you know, $3,000 a month, it's only $1,500 a month that you get from your pension. Again, these aren't your numbers. You have to run your numbers, but that's a super, super common mistake that I see. The same with, let's say your TSP or even social security, right? Taxes do come out of that income. Uh, assuming your TSP is of course the traditional TSP, not the Roth TSP. If the Roth TSP, if you use that, when you take money out of that, then you don't have to pay taxes, which is really cool. And I've had tons of videos on the Roth TSP and the advantages of it. Again, it's not perfect for everybody, but it can really make a big difference to have Roth money, which is after-tax money in retirement. So those are the core pieces for you. And you really have to dig down for you, for your numbers. Start with your pension and social security. Start with that, right? And your first supplement. I didn't discuss that, but for many of you that is a part of your plan as well, your FERS supplement. Basically, the long story short of this, again, I have an ultimate guide on this too. You can Google it, it'll come right up. I usually show up on the first page, it's usually there. Just type in FERS supplement, Haas Federal Advisors, it'll come right up and it'll talk you through, okay, are you eligible for it? How much is it gonna be for you? Because it could be a really, really nice benefit. And basically what it's meant is for those that retire before age 62 with full retirements, you're eligible to receive the first supplement, which can be thousands of dollars, depending on your income and social security and things like this. Um, you're eligible to receive it 
from the time you retire up till 62, depending on your situation, right? So if you're eligible for the first supplement, again, check out the details on that. What is that number gonna be after taxes, right? And one nuance with the first supplement is you can't work another job very much or your first supplement starts to be decreased once you start making over certain thresholds. For this year, it's right around, I believe, 18,000, if I remember correctly, you could Google that. It is um, relatively low threshold, right? So those are the basics. Those are the basic pieces for you, right? And of course, another huge piece is your health insurance, your FEHB, right? Your health insurance through your job. And honestly, this is right up there with your pension, your TSP as valuable. It is so, so, so valuable because it allows you to have a an amount of security that you're gonna have health insurance for the rest of your life, as, assuming you're eligible, right? And so you wanna make sure that first you're in an FEHB plan that makes sense for you, and then when you turn 65, Medicare comes into play, and you wanna have a plan that really works well with Medicare, but FEHB is a huge piece. So take this opportunity, if you haven't already, review what which policy you have. Does it still make sense? Are you paying too much? Are you paying for more coverage than you need? Are you paying for a policy? If you're approaching 65, does it make sense with Medicare? Does it work well with Medicare? Because some FEHB plans actually will pay you money. They will pay you money to be on Medicare. Some don't, some do. So if you get one that pays you, reimburses you to be on Medicare, often your coverage is better with Medicare and the cost goes down because they reimburse you a piece of Medicare, right? So again, I'm not gonna dig deep into any of these. I'm trying to give you an overview of all the different pieces you wanna think about, right? Now, what about long-term care? Or in short, LTC, long-term care, right? The government does have long-term care insurance. Um, it doesn't make sense for everyone. Again, I have a video specifically on that, but um, what do you? what's your plan for long-term care? What's your plan, right? Whether it's insurance or not, if you or your spouse needed to be in a nursing home, what is in place to make sure there's money there to cover it? so that the other spouse is gonna be okay, right? It's not gonna suck all the funds out of your life, right? Or maybe you're single or whatever it is. What is there so that you can make sure you're gonna be okay, right? That's a huge piece. What about life insurance, right? Through the government, you have Fegley. Have you looked at that recently? What coverage do you have? How much is it? Is it enough? Are you paying too much? Often, as you age, Fegley gets very expensive. It gets very expensive. Are you paying too much? Is there a better way to get it? Or do you need life insurance at all, right? That's the first question. Do you need the life insurance at all, right? And again, I don't know your situation. I don't know, but that's the first thing to answer is, okay, do you need life insurance? What's the best place to get it? And if it is Fegley, awesome, awesome, great. If it's not, if it's something else like WAEPA, W-A-E-P-A, I've talked about that before. It's another place for federal employees specifically to get good coverage, right? Then maybe it's that, right? These are all the things to think about when it comes to planning your retirement because you want to be confident. That is the biggest thing when it comes to retirement is that you want to be confident and comfortable in your retirement. That only happens though when you start figuring out all these pieces. When you start figuring out all these pieces for retirement and doing the things that you know you need to do now. Being on top of it, right? And even if you take all the things I'm talking about, it's a lot of things, right? Take it one step at a time right? And even a huge piece that comes into retirement planning is estate planning. Do you have the trust and the wills and the beneficiaries and all these things in place so that no matter what happens, you and your family are taken care of. You have your ducks in a row, 
okay? That is what it's all about when it comes to what we talk about here on the YouTube channel all the time. Are you prepared? Are you prepared? Do you know what the future is going to be, right? And there's a lot of elements of the future we can't control. We can't control what the C fund does in the TSP, right? We can't control oh, in the short term what the stock market does. We can't control what taxes, you know, what the law changes to with taxes. We can't control any of that. But what can we control? We can control how much you save. We can control how much debt you have. You can control so many different elements of, okay, do you have your estate documents in place? Do you, do you have the right life insurance? You can control how much you learn about these topics. There's so much we can control and that's what we should focus on. Moving forward as we wrap up 2021 and move into a brand new year of 2022, let's do so being prepared, taking action in small steps and whatever it is. I talked about tons and tons of topics here, tons of different things. Which of these do you not understand as, as well as you should, right? Maybe it's your TSP. Maybe you say, hey, I don't understand my TSP enough. I don't understand the investment. I don't understand what I'm doing. I need to research it a little more. I've got tons of videos on it. Check them out, right? Or maybe it's, hey, I really don't understand Social Security. Maybe on a, on a basic level, but I really don't understand I got tons of videos on it. Check it out. And there's tons of great resources online about Social Security, right? What about your pension? What, what about your, your health insurance? Do you understand these enough, right? Just baby steps. What is your weak spot and attack it? Make sure you understand it so that you, your family are going to be taken care of and you can move confident and prepared into the future. So I hope that was helpful. Have an incredible rest of your day. We'll see you guys next time.